folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about the latest in the SaaS industry, which comes from an annual report that is produced by OpenView Partners. Now, I'll link to it because it's got a ton of really great data in it. And this week, probably at least alone, I'm going to be focused on pulling out and extracting the trend information that we're seeing in this report, which I think will be really helpful from an education perspective about what's going on and what is the latest in the industry. Now, in here, they've got a lot of information about the different combinations of SaaS companies and types, what growth rates look like, what's going on, good, bad, and otherwise. And today, what I want to focus on is one of the broader trends, but more specifically focused on growth. Now, the data that's in here is comparing various different types of SaaS or software companies, the different types of growth rates that we've seen on an annualized basis. And this is primarily covering the majority of 22 versus the majority of 23. Now, probably not surprising to most out there, growth rates are down might be surprising is how significantly they are down. There's information in here from some of the larger SaaS companies out there like Atlassian and HubSpot, but SaaS growth rates for some of them are down considerably. Some, I would say a third is not all that uncommon based on the data that I'm looking at. Some of them are down by half or more than half, which is a pretty dramatic fall off from where we were previously just a year ago. Now, your first question might be why the dramatic drop-off, which was my first question as well also. I think it's likely a combination of factors. There's been a pretty dramatic shift in the macroeconomic climate that's predominantly been the catalyst of which I would say has been the steep increase in interest rates or the rate at which banks can borrow money from other banks that has had a effect across various industries and SaaS is not alone. So as money becomes tighter, access to it becomes more difficult and and the money that you gain access to from a borrowing perspective or from a growth perspective contracts and becomes more expensive that oftentimes and historically has a negative downward effect and pressure on growth we're seeing that for sure in the SaaS industry now in particular what i want to focus on in this episode isn't just the fact that that's the case and how significantly growth has been impacted by these changes from the macroeconomic climate, but where we've seen SaaS companies do better and what those type of companies have in common. Now, in the report, they go into the detail in terms of what are the various categories of growth. And there's three that they call out. They have one for SaaS companies that are growing slower than last year, one for those that are growing at about the same rate, and another one that they're calling outliers companies that are growing faster now, which is pretty significantly impressive given everything I just shared so far and how dramatically on the overall grander scheme, how much growth has contracted. So now the percentages for each category, companies that are growing slower than last year is almost half. It's at 48%. That's a huge chunk. So the majority or almost the majority are growing slower than last year. Second category I mentioned growing at about the same rate is around 25%. So almost 75% or three out of four SaaS companies last year compared to this year are either growing at the same rate or growing slower than last year. However, the remaining category, the outliers that I mentioned, that makes up the balance, which is about 27%. 
those companies are growing faster than last year. So what I really want to focus on is what are the what are those companies? Are they doing anything differently? And what is causing them to grow more quickly? Now, in the report, and I'm going to dive into this in greater detail in future episodes, but they categorize anyone that's falling into this category that's growing faster than last year, as which probably won't come a surprise to many, uh, those companies that are AI native, as they're describing it in the report. And that doesn't mean if you've just slapped AI onto any of your branding, marketing, positioning, or even started to incorporate it to a certain extent into your product. More specifically, you have to have figured out the way to monetize leveraging AI technology. They differentiate that pretty significantly in this report. And the second is something I talk about quite a bit as well too, vertical specific SaaS companies, companies that are specifically targeting specific verticals, not just building a tool for the broader landscape of companies or something that cuts across various industries or various verticals. So the more specialized your SaaS product is, the higher growth rate those companies have seen as well also. So that also speaks to the merit of specialization when it comes to SaaS, right? SaaS has exploded over various years, but those that have further specialized and figured out how to leverage new technologies, specifically from the perspective of monetization, have done better. And in a time historically when growth rates are typically going down, and they've been going down considerably in just a year, those companies are growing faster than the average. So I wanted to mention that trend for you. We're going to dive into that further this week, but that's the overall takeaways that I saw so far. We're going to dive into the remainder of the data in this report throughout the rest of this week, because there's a lot of interesting information in it. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.